This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. So we give honor to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And to all of our deacons, God bless each one of you today. Amen. Your wives and to our mothers, to our ministers, God bless all of you today. Our ushers, amen. Trustees, greeters, members, and friends, and enemies. Y'all think that's strange, but let me tell you something. Anywhere the Lord shows up, Satan is there too. Yeah, he may be smiling just like you. He may be singing just like you. But you need to know he have a way of transforming himself into an angel of light. Come on, talk to me, somebody. He'll say amen louder than you. He'll shout longer than you. Amen. Amen. So just know that we want Satan to serve him. Notice we know you're here. But we dare you to act like it. Amen. I said we dare you to act like it. Amen. Because wherever there is positive, there's some negative somewhere. Amen. And so... That's just the way it is, y'all. There's a negative and a positive in you. You didn't, you didn't say amen loud then. Amen. Our flesh and the spirit is in opposing of each other. Come on, talk to me. Amen. You got to understand this. And Satan talking to somebody right now. Amen. But we trust the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Everybody feel all right today? Come on, give God another hand praise if you will. Amen. Let's open our Bibles, if you will, to 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, if you will. Amen. 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. Amen. 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 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. If you would, amen, open your Bibles and Amen. This goes right along with the song that the choir just finished singing. I love you, Jesus, more than anything. Amen. First Corinthians 13 chapter reads, Though I speak with the tongue of men's, men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy to understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all of my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, it profits me nothing. Charity suffers long. It is kind and is not itself. Amen. Uh, charity advances not itself, is not puffed up. Amen. Do not behave itself unseemly. Seek is not her own. Is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. 
beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongue, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. When I was a child, amen, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I ask God to add other blessings to the reading again, the hearers, but again especially to the doers of his word. Amen. I read a little fast today because I was going to read the entire 13 verses. Amen. For those of you, amen, who are superstitious, who turn and go back after black cats cross you, who bear a piece of the mirror if you drop, drop it and break it, spit on the broom if somebody sweep your foot, come on, talk to me. Amen. Voodoo, who do you do? All right. Amen. Amen. For those of you who tied up with all of that, then amen. God bless you. <laughs> I want to talk today from this thought, if you will. Look at somebody and repeat these words after me with a loud voice. Tell them, say, love makes the difference. That's what I want to talk about today. Love makes the difference. Amen. 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 The greatest commandment that Jesus shared with his disciples that rooted off of the Ten Commandments meaning this, that to love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, mind, soul, and strength. Then he said, the second one is like unto it, love your neighbors as you do yourself. Thou shalt have no other God before me. That's what the Lord said. He has to always be in the number one position, place. There is nothing greater than God. God is love. Can I get a witness in here? I said God is love. Now our text today, it really springboards off of the 12th chapter of Corinthian, First Corinthian, and you, if you would look at the very last verse of chapter 12, which is the 31st verse, this is what, let me read the, yeah, I'll just read the 31st, but covet earnestly the best gifts. 
And yet show I unto you a more excellent way. What Paul was doing was that there was a couple in ministry who was preaching and teaching the word of God. They was gifted. They were talented. They had abilities to do what needed to be done. But they was operating with the absence of love. Y'all missed that one. I don't care how good you are at whatever you may do. If it's not flavored with love, you've already missed them all. There is no way you can work for God and don't love God. There is no way that you can do for God and don't love yourself. And especially if you don't love your neighbors. So Paul looked at this couple who was ministered in chapter 12, you might say, and he said, if you really want to be effective, I wish I had a witness in here. If you really want to please God, if you really want God to get the glory, you got to do it in love. There's people, don't even talk to each other. But raise their hand and talk about, oh, how I love Jesus. And then Jesus had a, had a word for you. He said, how can you love me whom you have never seen and don't even speak love nor talk to the neighbor who you see daily? He said, I tell you the truth. You are a liar, and the truth is not in you. I think I opened the doors of the church right there. Amen. If y'all can just get that. So Paul opens up with verse 1 of 1 Corinthians 13 chapter as an extension to verse last verse, the 31st verse in chapter 12. Look what he says. He said, but covet honestly the best gifts and yet I show unto you a more excellent way. Then he said, though I speak. And he really would say, though you speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity. He said, you are just a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. In other words, you don't make no sense. <laughs> Amen. Well, since y'all looking at me like you don't love me, with your tinkling brass 
Amen. So he says this. This is what he said. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. What I want you to know that love makes a difference when you talk right. Love penetrates. The word of God will find your heart. And in your heart, it will take up residence when you have a loving spirit within yourself. So love makes the difference when you talk. This is what Proverbs said. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a pitcher of silver. Your attitude got to be right. I wish I had a witness in here. You ever heard anybody just, just have a nasty way of talking to you? They look down their nose at you as if they are way up there. And they are better than you. I, I, I got news for you. If you don't have love, and I know Sister River said it just a while ago, agape love. There are four types of love. But there's only one that is godly love. Can I get a witness in here? I know you may know something about Eros, Philio, Storge, but the one we're talking about is agape. And just in case, as I said, that Storge is a family-type love. Eros is a lustful love. Filio is a brotherly, cultural love. But filio is, is, is brotherly love. That you, you get that out of Philadelphia, and, and maybe for the only place it is. But I just want you to know that when you get agape love, you can go not only to Philadelphia, you can go to Washington, you can go to Detroit, you can go to Georgia, you can go here, and it would work. Of all of the love, types of love that there are, if there's more, you got more, that's fine. But there's only one love that is unconditional. And the other loves will all be conditional. In other words, if it's filial, the only way we're going to get along because we are brothers. Hello. Eros, amen, you know what that is? That's lustful, sinful, sensual, highway you want to call it. Amen, you do for me, I do for you. Hello, somebody. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay? In other words, it's based on something. You scratch my back. See, y'all got backs. I just want you to get the picture now. So not only that, but we got to also know that Storge is family. Filio is brotherly. Amen. Uh, Eros is lustful. Amen. Agape is godly. Now look at God, how he expresses his love. Everybody know this. And since we do, since I know all of us know it, we're going to say it together. Amen. And that's going to be John 3, 16. Can, can, let's do it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Now, you can go to him on that. And this is the deal. If God used love to do what God did and does, you and I must also use love. I don't care how, what you need to talk to somebody about, do it with love. 
I don't care how angry they may have made you. Don't you say nothing until you get love back in the number one spot. Come on, talk to me. Because you cannot talk the way we need to talk if we don't have the main ingredient. Somebody said, well, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, let me tell you what the fruit of the Spirit is. It starts off with love. If you got so much Holy Spirit and you can't speak, something wrong with your Holy Spirit. I don't think people know this, but I'm going to share it with you but since I'm talking about it. There is also an unholy spirit. That's why the Bible said, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit by what? By the spirit or by the word of God. Hello, somebody. Yeah, you got a spirit, but it doesn't have to be a holy one. Satan is a spirit. Come on, talk to me. And so what we have to understand today, my brothers and sisters, amen, is that love is the key. The spirit, fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit starts off with love. And then the next one, I believe it is joy. How in the world can you have love and don't, then don't have no joy? Set up in here, amen, with your leg crossed, filing your fingernails and looking in the mirror, amen, trying to see what's going on in the church, and you're not even patting your hands, stumping your feet. You're not even in tune with the service, and then you're going to be, well, every now and then you throw up your little old hand. <laughs> I want to suggest to you today, we used to sing a song in the church, let it be real. Whatever you do for Jesus, let it be real. And it can't be real without real love. Can I get me a witness in here? So Paul writes these words, and amen, and he tells us, amen, let the words of our mouth, is what David said, amen, and the meditation of my heart be what? So in other words, when we talk, we want God to hear us and that it be acceptable because we're bringing joy to God as one of his witnesses. If you're a witness to God, you got to have the love of God. And so, therefore, if we have the love of God, then nothing will throw us so far out of, out of kilter until we just start acting a fool. Can I get a witness in here? I want to suggest to you today here, Mount Pleasant, that it doesn't matter what. You're not responsible for what other folks do. You're only responsible for what you do. Hello, somebody. Then the Bible says it like this, that a soft word can turn away wrath. I wish they had a witness in there. Just because they yell at you, amen, doesn't mean you got to yell back at them. Because the pot then can't talk about the killer. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Let's go back, amen, to, amen, the first grade, kindergarten love. On that little tablet, you... Ask the little girl the question. If you love me, check this box. <laughs> Hello, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so you anxiously wait until you get your little, old, little, little piece of brown paper bag, paper bag, to see what she checked. She ain't checked nothing. <laughs> you gotta understand Love makes the world go round. 
What do the world need now? Love and more love. What does Mount Pleasant need now? What do you need right now? More love. Amen. So this is what he says, and I'm getting out of here. First, thir first thing, first Corinthians 13 chapter. Let's walk through this right quick. These 13 verses. I'm gonna walk through them now, so y'all catch catch me if you can. Amen. Love makes the difference in verse one when it says this: Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not, amen, uh, charity. Now charity is, amen, an offshoot. Shall I say a branch to agape love? Charity really waters down love, but, but you, you get the picture here because a man is doing the talking. Whenever God opened his mouth, he doesn't speak through charity. He speaks through agape love. And when you're serious about whatever it is, marriage, you know, love, you know I don't cancel nobody in marriage. I'm tell you, one of the first thing I ask them, because you're not going to waste my time. Well, the first thing I asked a couple when they on the rocks, I asked them, I said, do y'all love each other? And they said, yeah. I said, okay, we got something to talk about. You don't love each other? I'm not trying to teach no love in you. Hello, somebody. Amen. If you all done got to where you fussing and cussing each other, where is the love? Anyway, <laughs> y'all don't like that today, amen. Y'all forgive me, okay? I talk like this when my wife not around. <laughs> I just say anything I want to say when she's not around. <laughs> I be wearing y'all out, don't I? She'll tell me, so you just, yeah, okay, I got you. Love makes the difference when you talk. Verse 2 and 3, it says this, And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. Well, not only is it that love, amen, makes the difference when you talk, but in verse 2 and verse 3, it makes the difference when you give. Look what he says in verse 2. Amen. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, that's giving, y'all. Amen. And though I give my body to be burned, that's sacrificial. Amen. And have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Amen. Love makes the difference when you give. And when you got love, you don't mind giving. Giving makes you, a, amen, a cycle, amen, official type of person who don't mind giving up and don't mind helping somebody to be, get to the next level in life. Because you've understood that love, God loveth a cheerful giver. You understand, amen, it is better to be able to give than to be in a position where you got to receive. It's better for you to understand that God has been good to you and blessed you and brought you from such a mighty long way. Love makes the difference. I want you to know, not only does he say this here in verse 2 and 3, that, amen, that love, amen, makes the difference in your giving because if you give grudgingly, 
Amen. If you give of a necessity, if you give, amen, with a bad, nasty attitude, if you got to talk about, amen, they always asking for money, well, then if you gave, we wouldn't have to keep asking. Amen. I just want you to know, amen, giving is of God because God so loved the world. We already been there that he what? Gave because when you love, you don't have a problem in giving. Because you understand the fact that the more you give, the more God will give back to you. And when God gives you the overflow and your cup runs over, he's not giving it for you to tear down your old bonds and build new bonds. He's giving it to you that you might be a blessing to somebody who don't even have a bond. And when you learn how to give because God have tremendously blessed you, then I want you to know the church, amen, and your family and your community will be better off, amen. Why? Because God used you, amen, to be a blessing to somebody else. The Bible said that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. You know, you can't, you can't rob the bank and you shouldn't be playing the lottery. Let them folk keep on playing the lottery. You, you just keep serving and loving God and, and watch that same money, that them millions of dollars that somebody hit the lottery on. You can't do it. You can't stand in that line getting in the way when I'm trying to pay for gas. You got to understand, amen, that if you be a blessing to God, if you, amen, be humble to God and give freely, then God in turn will bless you even the more. Let me tell you something else. If you are a true tither, then you know how to manage your money. Don't tell me you're a tither and you don't have a dime in your pocket. That means you don't know how to manage your money because God said, prove me and see won't I pull you out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. So I want you to know, first of all, love makes a difference. Amen. In the way you talk. Secondly, love makes a difference in the way you give. Here come the third one. Here it is in verse 4 and 6. It says it like this. Amen. In verse 4, it says, charity suffers long and is kind. Charity in this not. Amen. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, does not, amen, behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Amen. If you want joy in the house, if you want peace in the house, you better have some love at the front door. You better have some love, amen, at each entrance, amen, throughout whatever you put your, amen, presence in. There ought to be some love that show up in Mount Pleasant from the pulpit to the parking lot. It ought to show up from the front door to the back door. It ought to show up, amen, when there are, amen, problems, trials, and tribulation. Love got to supersede whatever may be going wrong. And that's what the Bible tells us to do today, amen. Not only the love, amen, makes a difference in your talk, not only does it make a difference in your giving, but it also makes a difference, amen, when you are mistreated, amen. You don't have to worry about being vindictive against nobody. God will fight your battle. 
You don't have to worry about trying to get back at somebody and, and get them told and give them a piece of your mind. That's the wrong, that's what's wrong with the church today. We stand up in here with a piece of mind. Because you done gave most of it away. I just want you to know, amen, that when we learn how to treat, amen, people like we want to be treated, I want you to know things will get a whole lot better. You don't have to worry about what folks said about you, amen, and what they may even do to you. God is still in control. He is the one who got the last saying. He's the one, amen, that can fight your battle if you and I would just be still. So it is the day when you got love, amen, you will have peace in your own mind. You will say lightning might flash, thunder may roll, strong winds may blow, but I'll tell the world that I found the Savior, and he is sweet, I know. This is what Paul said here, not only, amen, love makes a difference, and when you are being mistreated, you just be patient and wait on the Lord. He will renew your strength. Can I get me a witness in here? He said, I'll let you run and you won't be weary. I'll let you walk and you won't faint. But I'll give you wings like an eagle. You can mount up and fly over yonder's trouble. And that's what we have to understand that the God that we do serve. Amen. He sits high and then he looks low. And I don't know what y'all come to do on this Sunday, but I come to tell you love makes the difference. Amen, you can lose, amen, all of your money, but if you hold on to love, you can lose, amen, uh, your joy, but please don't lose your love. If you lose, amen, uh, this, that, and the other, you got to understand we serve uh, all prayer here in God. And that's why I said here in verse 7 and 8, he tells us here in 7, love will bear all things. Love believeth all things, hopeth all things, and love will endure all things. Verse 8 says, love will never fail, but whether there be prophecy, they shall fail. And whether there be tongue, they shall cease. And whether there be labor, amen, knowledge, it shall vanish away. I told you love makes a difference in how you talk. It makes a difference in when you learn to give. And when you're mistreated, love still makes a difference. But in verse 7 and 8, amen, when you are challenged, love makes a difference. In other words, it doesn't matter how, amen, the doctor tell you you got a bad, amen, health report. If you love Jesus with all of your mind, heart, soul, and your strength, Somebody said, I put it all in the hands of the Lord. Amen, amen, this and that. I put it all in his hand. Amen, if there are any witnesses in Mount Pleasant, that, amen, to let somebody know, amen, when you are mistreated, hold on to God's unchanging hand. And then when your back is up against the wall, Amen, and you're challenged and don't have a dime in your pocket, then you ought to be able to tell the Lord that I love the Lord. He heard my cry and I pitied my every groan. 
And long as I live and trouble keep on riding, I'm going to hasten unto his throne. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but you ought to have a made-up mind that the joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And I won't let the world take it away because I found out one thing. The more I give, the better the Lord makes me feel. And amen, keep on throwing your rock and hide in your hand. God that I serve got an all-seeing eye. He sits high and then he looks low. He sees everything you're doing. He hears everything you're saying. Ain't God all right? I don't know how y'all feel, but I come to tell you that Jesus is on the main line. And if you need anything, you call him up and tell him just what you want. Ain't God all right? In verse 9 and 11, he said, For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part will be done away with. When I was a child, I spake like a child. I wish they had me a window. Amen, I understood like a child. And I thought as a child. But one day, I met Jesus. That lily in the valley. I met Jesus. And I became a man. And I put away childish things. Ain't God all right? Look over and tell your neighbor, Jesus is on the main line. And if you need anything, call him up and tell him what you want. Because love will make a difference. When you were young, y'all know what we used to say, that God will take care of old folks, fools and baby. We were not old, and we were not baby. We were just a fool. But I'm so glad that God I serve. I heard Paul tell her, in that while we were yet sinners, Jesus died on Calvary. I wish I had a witness. I preach if y'all pray. And if y'all pray, I told you I would preach. I come to tell you about somebody that got all power in his hand. Can I leave y'all now? When you're young, I heard David say, I've been young. Now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen them begging for bread. If you know you got your hand in his hand, if you know you got your mind made up, you're going to serve the Lord 24-7. Your joy you got, you ain't going to let nobody Take it away. Can I get some witnesses? 
up in Mount Pleasant. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know what you come to do, but I came to lift up Jesus because love makes a difference. When love picked me up, turned me around, told me to tell you if you hold on a little while longer, your weeping may endure but for a night but how many in here can testify i got joy right here i got joy in my walker i got joy even in my talker can i leave y'all fist bump somebody and tell them love makes a difference can I close now? I heard Paul when he said it like this. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then fade to fade. Now I know in Paul, then I know even one day I'm going to be known as I also am known. I wish I had a witness, and now about it, fade. Hope and charity, faith, hope and charity, faith, hope and charity, faith, hope and charity. Shake your neighbor's hand, look him in the eye, and say, faith, hope and charity. I'd rather have Jesus than to have houses and land. I'd rather have Jesus. Then they have silver and gold. I wish they had a witness. And y'all, tell somebody love makes the difference. It'll make you run. Nobody behind you. It'll make you cry. Nobody bothering you. You cannot have a dime in your pocket. But if you got love, you feel like uh, you on cloud nine. Uh, ain't it all right? Uh, can anybody say yeah? Uh, say yeah. Uh, can I leave y'all? Uh, Jesus uh, loves me. Uh, this I know uh, for the Bible. Uh, tell me so. Uh, little one, uh, to him belong. Uh, you and I, uh, we are weak. Uh, but Jesus is strong and all right. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. He died on Calvary. But early one Sunday morning, he got up. He got up because he loved me. I said he got up. Do you know him? Have you tried it? What's his name? What is his name? What is his name? Can't nobody. I said, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Any all right? Is it all right if you know him? Say yeah. If you know him, 
say thank you, Jesus. If you know him, say hallelujah. Love makes makes the difference. Amen. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.